We're so excited to spend some time with you today on the Awakening Moments podcast. My name is Lori. And I am Rhonda. And it's our hope that you would feel like we are with you wherever you are right now, having a real life conversation about life in all its beauty and in all its mess. We believe that God wants to open our eyes to an awakening moment that will help us thrive in every part of our being. So we invite you on this adventure with us as we listen, learn, and grow together. Lori, can I share something I'm sensing today yeah, in our podcast? for sure. I'd love that. A little while ago, I shared a vision that I had a prophetic vision when I was spending time with the Lord. And it was, I felt like God brought me into, I saw a beautiful sea of water and I walked in and I felt that I was baptized fresh. And as I came up, I knew it was a prophetic vision for the church. And I felt like God say to me that in my spirit, I felt the words, I am baptizing the, the church anew in the power of my Holy Spirit. I'm reacquainting my church with the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit, who's divine part of the Trinity. And uh, anyway, all that to say, I've just been mulling on that. I've been actually in my personal journey with the Lord in my prayer time saying, Holy Spirit, reacquaint me with yourself. Show me who you are, not what I've thought you are. Even repenting of grieving the Holy Spirit for any area of my life that I have put any barriers or have not been obedient in. And it's been a beautiful journey as I've allowed God to show me the power of what he's given us in this life through the power of the Holy Spirit, which is a guarantee of what is to come. He says, I'm giving you the Holy Spirit in our spirit. So anyway, all that to say, I've just been sitting in the book of Ezekiel and the valley of dry bones has been coming to life. And the reason why I share that prophetic word is because it really is tying in to what I'm sensing now as an unfolding part of that prophetic word that God is reacquainting us with the baptism of the power of the Holy Spirit. And in the Valley of Dry Bones, I really sense these words that we find. It, the Valley of Dry Bones, the story, the, the prophetic vision is found in chapter 37. And it says this in verse nine, it says, come, O breath from the four winds. But before that, actually, God says to Ezekiel, speak a prophetic message to the winds, son of man, speak a prophetic message. And so I'm speaking this today, a prophetic message. I declare over the church and over our lives. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, O breath from the four winds, breathe into these dead bodies so that they may live again. So I spoke the message. This is Ezekiel saying this as he commanded to me and breath came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood up on their feet. A great army. And so I am speaking these prophetic words that the Lord has written in his word. Come, O breath from the four winds and breathe into these dead bodies that we may live again. And coming out of this season, I really feel like this is exactly the prophetic cry that is rising in my heart, in my own heart. Come, O breath of God, like come, O Holy Spirit, and fill my life that I may live again, that I may live in the urgency of the hour, live with an urgency to be bold with the commission of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, hungry for God's presence, hungry for the things that are supernatural in him through his word, fresh revelation. But it really is this cry over the church that we are speaking right now. Come, O breath of God, that we may live Again, there is a dormant spirit. There is a spirit of apathy. There's a spirit that has died in this season of just becoming used to being isolated, used to kind of how we've been doing life. But I feel like the Lord is saying right now, I am speaking over my church. I am breathing 
a fresh wind of the presence of my Holy Spirit and baptizing fresh the power of my spirit upon the church that we may rise in the commission to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. How God chooses to do that is completely in his hands sovereignly through revival, through signs and wonders, through the acts of love and kindness. However, God is asking us to do. That's not what I'm focused on, but I really feel today God is saying, ask me, speak to me, say, come, oh, breath of God, fill me fresh with a hunger for your presence again, a hunger to make a difference in the kingdom of God again, a hunger to put you first and your righteousness and your heart and what pleases you first. God, awaken my spirit. Wake up, oh sleeper. Wake up, oh sleeper, that we may rise. And this I feel is what God is speaking to the church. This is the prophetic word I'm sensing in this, oh my goodness. In this season. That is that is powerful. That is so, so, so cool. I love hearing that. And as you say that, like I just receive that in my own spirit. Like I just hear that. I receive that in, in my own spirit. And as I look at sort of what is happening right now, and I don't know if you're feeling this or sensing this or seeing this, or even those who are listening are sensing this, but it's like we're almost in this like um, this lull this mm -hmm. bit of a lull in even in terms of you know the world reopening maybe not the world uh, canada ontario you know where we're at in in sort of all of you know the restrictions and all of that but it's like there's this you can feel this tension in this season right now of where like we want to sort of go back to the way things were but yet we're also a little bit tentative and it's like this this like lull season of you, you know, something's coming, something being like even being able to get back to doing, you know, meeting with people, having people in your home, going out and about doing your life the way, maybe even not having masks. That would be amazing. Oh, it would sure be amazing. <laughs> you know, like all of these things. But at the same time, you feel this like sort of there is a quietness in this season at an odd, almost like it's not that it's quiet in our minds because it's not, mm -hmm. it's busy. Like it's busy in our minds and there's a lot of navigating change and like the unexpected things and all of that. But it's like, there's this quietness, the supernatural quietness, almost like, um, you know, the, the parable of the virgins, like how they went to sleep, they were sleeping and the bridegroom came, but they were ready. They had enough oil. They were ready, but almost like that's, it does feel like we're in that spiritual mm -hmm. sleepiness or something. And I love this word because it does speak to our spirits and prophetically meaning like something to come, right? Not necessarily for right this second. And I even find that as the Lord speaks, you know, even as you, you talked about watchmen on the wall or um, follow the king or, you know, these things come and then a season unfolds. It doesn't happen instantaneously, but there's just this sense of this waiting, this seeking the Lord, this like quietness, even in our time with the Lord and the way the Lord is speaking in this season. Um, it's just an interesting, interesting thing. And, and I feel like this almost is like this breath, this quiet breath that is coming that the Holy Spirit is pouring out. And for what? For an end time harvest. I love how it said the armies, the armies stood to their feet. Like that's the cry of our heart that the armies would stand. And I mean, if you even just look at the state of the church right now, 
I mean, just real, like just realistically, the state of the church today, as compared to a year and a half ago, it looks completely different. But I wonder, like, I just wonder, is the state of the church right now a more pure and spotless bride? Not just a group of people who are attending, but Mm. an actual, like, passionate following Mm. of the person of Jesus and the gospel, a readiness for this Mm. end time harvest, the actual laborers, whereas like those who have maybe fallen to the wayside, maybe in this time and in this season, maybe it was for a building up, maybe it was for, and then again, a great harvest to come. I'm not mm. saying, like, I don't want to make it sound like people who have fallen off or, you know, God mm-hmm. wants mm-hmm. every, Absolutely. the church is open and we want everyone, but you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's like, there is, yeah. a, something's happened. Yes. Something yes. has happened in the church, to the church, to the church at large. But yet, but yet in the midst of it, as we look at it, it's like we can see with prophetic eyes something that God wants to do that's different. And I know like my heart in all of it, like I don't just want to go back to what was. Like I don't want to just go back to doing everything the same as what was in the same way with the same motive or like I I want, I want that. I want to seek the Lord. I want the presence of the Lord. I want to see people coming to Christ, lives set free, healings happen, preparation Mm. for the bride as the bride of Christ for his return. Like, but active preparation, like active preparation for, because this is why we're here right now. (laughs) This is why we're here. So yeah, that's a powerful word. And it is, it's an, it's coming at an interesting time. And I just wonder how many others are sensing this sort of quietness, Mm. almost like the calm before, not the storm, but the good awakening, right? The calm before this awakening that's coming. And I, I remember I was talking to a friend and they were saying, you know, even in the province of Ontario, how we're sort of lagging, like we're lagging in, you know, in opening, we're being super cautious, everything's moving quite slowly, like what we're allowed to do is very minimal. And things are opening at a very slow pace. And I remember a friend saying like, I I wonder if there's something significant even about that, even in that preparatory time, like it's, nothing is a surprise to God and God is working in the midst of all of it. And although, yeah, like in our own flesh or desires, we may want this or this or have opinions about how and all of that. And I know all of that is there, but if we lay all that down and we just look and we ask the Lord, Lord, what are you doing? And God, how are you using this season for your glory? What are you doing in me? I think there's a connection between all of it and how it's unfolding. Do you know what I mean? I do. So anyways, I love that word. That's really, really powerful. And those are some thoughts that come to mind as I, I hear uh, that. I know, because I really feel like even those listening, I feel like the spirit of the Lord is wanting you to know that right now you can say, come, come breath of God and fill those places of fatigue, mm. fill those places that have just been, there's been so much stop, start, so much disappointment, so much, can we move forward now? We can't. Are we going to gather now? We're not. 
family dynamics, church dynamics. And I want to say how long over is this going to be for exactly unknowns, uncertainty, insecurities, and we have anxieties. felt that. Yes. All of that. Right? And we have felt it as yeah. leaders that stop start has been so exhausting and not even gradual. It was like all of a sudden hard stop, hard open, hard stop again, constant throttling to these extremes and trying to figure out where, where are we? And that kind of leaves a real fatigue, like that adrenaline rush all the time. And the great disappointment right in the last minute, you're planning something and then it falls away. And I feel like there's a lot of fatigue. So I want to say, I feel like the spirit of the Lord is saying, ask for my breath to fill you. Mm. Ask for my breath to fill every dead space. And I'm not talking about a dead, like a dead faith space where you don't believe in God. I'm talking about places that we've let go or not tended to. Maybe it's an emotional space. Maybe it's just some loss. Maybe it's just some of that fatigue, yeah, grief, whatever. fatigue, grief. anxiety, depression, exactly, sadness, loss, exactly, lack of vision, yeah, lack of hope, lack of drive, lack of excitement, nothing right. to look forward to. Right. We've kind of let some of those things go, and I feel like God's like, I want to tend to the dead mm. things again. I want to tend not to just what you see flourishing. I want to tend to the things and to prune up and to bring fresh life and to restore wow. that has been lost. And so I feel right now that as God commanded Ezekiel and as Ezekiel spoke the message, breath came into their bodies and they came to life and stood up and they stood on their feet, a great army. Those are really significant words. Breath came to them. He commanded and God was faithful to fill them. This is not something we can do on our own. This is supernatural. We need to ask for the spirit of God, a fresh baptism of the spirit of God to fill us fresh and to say, come, O breath. And as we do that, God will be faithful. He's going to fill us with his breath, his very breath, a fresh baptism. And we are going to come to life. We are going to rise again. We are going to rise again. Not like we have, but in the season that God has set apart and appointed and it will be a great army that is unified together. It's not one person standing. This is a valley of dry bones, many dry bones, but it's the breath of God that brought them to life, not through striving, not through perfection, not trying to do it on their own or mustering up something, but allowing God to come into those places that we may live again. So my cry is right now, as you're listening, and you can say this out loud, oh, breath of God, fill me that I may live again. Oh, breath of God, revive me that I may be full of your fire again. We want to have the urgency of the hour in our spirit because we are here for such a time and we don't want to waste any of that. And we want those places of indifference, of apathy, of letting go, of even becoming more caught up in our lives versus caught up the things of God. We want to once again be revived and we need desperately the breath of God. So we cry out, Holy Spirit, fill us fresh, fill us with your breath. And I, I desperately need, I'm crying that today. Fill every area of fatigue, every area of disappointment, fill it fresh with fresh vision, fresh prophetic insight, fresh revelation, and a fresh understanding of what you're saying in this hour that I may hear the voice of the King and rise. This is literally God speaking a message. Our King is speaking. He's saying, ask me, <laughs> ask me, and I'm coming wow. to fill you fresh. Yes. That's the awakening moment for today, honestly, because it is, it's the work of the Holy Spirit. It's the work of the Spirit in us. Amen. There's nothing we can actually 
contrive to make it happen. There's nothing that we can do. There's no amount of like time on our knees, uh, reading our scriptures. We can't earn it. We can't force it. We can't make it happen. We can't um, will it to happen. We can't want it bad enough to happen. There's nothing that in our own strength or in our own power. And as we're going through uh, the gospels and now in acts, like I keep seeing since the very beginning, since we opened up the book of Matthew, it's like every time the scriptures say Holy Spirit, every single time, it's like it leaps off the page to me. Mm. Like even before the time that the Holy Spirit was poured out in Acts, how many times was the Holy Spirit in operation in the gospels? It's just like leaping off the page. So I think that actually, Rhonda, that is the key to Mm. all of this. Mm. It's the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. It's the breath of of the spirit within us that is going to empower us in the next season to do what we've been called to do. And maybe that's the difference. Maybe that is the heart cry difference of the season ahead that things can look similar on the outside, but if the motivation was our own strength, Mm. then it is completely different. We're not operating in the supernatural at all. We're just Mm -hmm. operating in the natural and good things can happen in the natural because God has given us all natural abilities and natural strengths and gifts. But heck every day, I want to be walking in the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, not in the natural. I want to be walking in the ease that comes when the Holy Spirit is actually the one doing all the work. And even as I say this, I feel a bit of conviction about this because... You know, I've always had this like dream or desire, and I know I've shared this with you before, but like, you know, I've had this dream to like, you know, for the Lord to wake me up in the night and say, Lori, go to Walmart. There's going to be a woman standing there and this is what she looks like and she wants to end her life and you need to go and pray for her. Like I like I have these like, you know, this idea of like word of knowledge and this, these crazy events. Well, the other day I was like just sitting at home and someone came to mind. This person just came to mind, just kind of a random person that I knew that I hadn't seen or talked to in quite a long time and they came to mind and I felt the Lord say give this person a call and um so throughout the day you know it it was on my heart and I I didn't do it like I just you know you, you get busy and da 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 kind of come it's a come a come and go thought came the next day again give this person a call okay I'm gonna give this person a call I didn't do it like I just got caught up da 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 anyways probably a week passed and this still pressing give this person a call and I I I was just I felt this moment with the Holy Spirit, like of remembering this desire, this desire to be used in a like prophetic or or a word of knowledge way, a supernatural way to help somebody walk through. And I, I, I thought about like, you know, the, okay, okay, I'm going to be really honest (laughs) about giving this person a call. I was kind of like, oh man, like, I don't know if I want to get into all that might be going on in this person's life. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like one of those people that you're kind of like, oh, like uh, it's a lot. You know what I mean? You're kind of taking on a lot of whatever the stuff that's going on. And I was just kind of procrastinating it a bit, I think, in my spirit. And I just felt this conviction of the the Holy Spirit saying, what if that is the person I'm calling you to to supernaturally? That's your Walmart person. person. But what if it's coming like that to people that nobody else wants to go to or nobody else wants to call because they are like the high maintenance people. They are the people that are a drain. They are the people that are, you know, like I just felt and I felt this like great conviction and I took time to repent and just say, Lord, like how could I literally be like the very thing James says, don't be a respecter of 
of persons. Like, how could I literally just decide, oh my goodness, this person might be a lot of work and I don't want to like, oh, like I just felt such a grave conviction. And I felt like that's why, that is exactly why the Holy Spirit doesn't use me in that way. (laughs) Because I decide who I want to minister to in that way or not. Like, wow. and I just felt this really, I'm just being super so honest. So powerful, Lori, and so true. Super honest about kind of sometimes we mystify all of this and we're like, oh, I just want to swoop in and swoop out. And no, as we're reading through the gospels, reading through the scriptures, reading through the true empowerment of the Holy Spirit, it is about obedience and it is about walking and being faithful with the little that God gives us can he entrust us with more if I won't even call a person that the Holy Spirit puts on my heart because I'm afraid what is going to cost me a little more time than I imagined anyways I did call this person it was profoundly beautiful it was not at all what I was sort of procrastinating not even in the slightest I literally was so humbled by the whole experience and it's not like this is an uncommon thing. I, I call people all the time and reach out all the time. It's not, this isn't an uncommon thing, but in this specific case, the Holy Spirit really used it to bring real conviction to my heart about sort of sometimes the mindset that I place into, into these kinds of situations. And do you, do I really want to count the cost wow. of being used in that way? And the, the truthful answer is no, no. In that moment, it revealed, I don't. I don't want to count the cost. Mm. And I was like, no, Lord, do whatever you need to do in my heart. Like I repent of that. I repent of my own selfishness, of my own guarding of my time, like as if it belongs to me in the first place of, you know, even just having whatever this impression or this judgment, this presupposed judgment. I just took that time and repented and said, no, like I, I want to count the cost of following you. I want to give you Mm. everything, no matter how much time Mm. it costs me, no matter what, no matter what, like I want to be that person. And when we walk empowered by the spirit, none of those worries of like, oh, how much time is this going to take? How much emotional energy is this going to take? That's all my own strength. That's my Mm. flesh. Mm. Ew, that's my disgusting flesh rising up, Mm. saying, being all protective of that. If I go in the spirit, if I go empowered in the spirit, none of that's even relevant. This Mm. isn't even about my physical flesh. Mm. This is just about operating in the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. There's none of that that's attached to that. None of it. It doesn't come with any of that. Now, does it come? Are you tired after? Sometimes, but it's such a good tired. It's the best kind of tired. It's the best kind of tired to lie your head on the pillow at night and know that you were used by the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to help somebody or to minister or to serve them or to see them get free or to see them filled with hope or renewed. So anyways, all that to say, I love, I love this conversation. And yes, the Lord is doing something powerful, but it is about the empowerment of the Spirit. It is not about our strength. And this exact prophetic word, life being breathed into the dead spaces of our heart, whatever dead is, dormant, indifferent, indifference is, I mean, I think so many of us are just walking in an indifference about a lot of things because we've been numbed to even have an opinion. So been so tense and intense in this past season, but all of that, we're like, Lord, no, breathe, 
fresh life by your spirit into us so we can walk in the empowerment of the spirit and the good works that you have for us to walk in. And I swear that prayer has been my prayer every single day over myself, over everyone. Every time I pray, empowerment of the Holy Spirit, not our own strength not our own strength. And I, I feel like that's going to be the marked difference in the season ahead. It's not, it's not going to be labor. There's going to be beautiful labor, but it's going to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. And I want everyone to grab a hold of that, to truly grab a hold of that because it's totally changed the game, like changes the game. There's no stress. Laura, that is so profound. Thank you for sharing so transparently because I think we all relate to that. How many times you get a prompt or you get a sense and you're like, Oh, not oh today. really? That person? <laughs> <laughs> really? Or trust me, don't worry, you guys. None of you are that person, okay? <laughs> yeah, all of you listening. <laughs> you're all like, you're like you. is that me? No, 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 it's not. <laughs> exactly. But how we can, or just let it go and not seize it. Sometimes it's even just that, like, oh, oh, it's just a rent. No, if we acted on immediately acted on all these promptings. Oh, you say that all the time, right? You say that all the time. You're like, we will see the extraordinary in the ordinary time. Reach out. Every time someone comes uh, to your mind, reach out to them. Just send a text, send a call, act on it. It's the Holy Spirit. And exactly what you're saying, we are welcoming him to breathe for us, baptize us fresh in his power and spirit and reacquaint us. Yeah with who he is and what he wants to do. Because when Jesus left, he said, it's better I go away because I'm sending you a helper. Yeah, We are here 2000 years ago because of the work of God. Mm-hmm. And this is what we desperately need. And I 100% agree that we are entering into a season of a fresh awareness of the empowerment of the Holy Spirit because it will be about God being glorified. It will not be about us that we can boast, but we can lay this all down and see ourselves rise as a great army, a body of Christ, not even one person being just used. God wants to use the army. He wants his church to be an army. And that is why it's a valley of dry bones. And I feel like even looking at the church right now kind of feels like even rebuilding, like a bit of valley of dry bones. Like we're picking up like, oh, big time. Oh, like we've been, it's been nothing for the past year and a half, the same as what we've done. And not like we're looking to go back, but what church, like it's no, almost no, like no, this valley of like what do and we, empowerment and, and leaders yeah, and yeah, yeah like a ministry, drought, a real in that way of being able to do that. Now, God, there's been no drought in the spirit. But what we're looking at now is like, how do we rebuild? What do we do? This is exactly what God is telling us, I believe, in my spirit. Mm. He's saying, ask for my breath and watch what I will do. Ask for my breath to fill you and watch what I'll do. And this is exactly so. We right now speak that. We speak that coming of the breath of God to fill us and to make all things come to life. And he is going to raise his church. And I I think this is the time. And so in this lull time, God is using it to bring us alive, each of us, like to fill us with his breath, fill us with his presence. And I encourage you, even today, it's easy to go into our prayer time and just talk about all the things we're concerned about. Talk about all the things in our heart and all our cares and concerns. Start your time by just listening and saying, God, I want to hear your voice today. I want to hear your voice mm-hmm. and just allow Amen. the voice of God to fill you, his breath to fill you. And then from that place with joy and thanksgiving, we're going to watch what God's going to do. Mm-hmm. That's been happening in my own life. I just feel like in this season, in this lull so beautiful. that I've just been listening. And as I'm coming out, I feel like God's just saying at the end of when, after I speak to you, even if it's just a word, like, I love you. 
I love you. And it's been very simple messages like that. It hasn't been this big, you know, outside of being this prophetic word I'm really getting pumped up about, but I just feel like God's just saying, I take delight in you. I love you. I see you. You're mine. And I want you to hear that over the, over the podcast today. This is what we see all through scripture. The word of God is a love letter to us. It's not a letter of condemnation. It's a letter of love to say God wants to draw us close. So here God's saying that to you. And as we fill that space, I feel then God's just saying, thank me. After I speak to you, thank me. Thank me for my presence. Thank me for the power of my spirit. Thank me that I'm with you. Thank you that I have a plan and a future. Thank you that there is a vision ahead, that there's a path for you to walk. Thank me that I'm going to guide and direct you, that I have not left you alone. Begin to let the voice of thanks rise. And this is also coming in tune. I feel like as we're welcoming the power of the Holy Spirit in his breath, there is a shout of thanksgiving and joy rising because as we pick up that weapon, that is how we fight our battles actually, is through we enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. We just have Which to thank him. Which is also thanksgiving. That's thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Thanking yeah. him for who he is. So yeah. I just want to speak over you hope speak over you joy and speak over you the voice of God that he has given us in the scripture. Mm-hmm. Come, O breath of God mm. and bring us to life again. I love that picture of rest that you're, you know, that you're just giving as you're talking about this, even in your time with the Lord and just this, you know, the Lord delighting in you, the Lord delighting in us in this season. Like I, I love this picture because I do think this fits right within the ease of the empowerment of the spirit that God truly does desire for us to walk in. That is the fresh revelation of how we're to enter into the season ahead. And, you know, I think about uh, the apostle Paul and Peter and the apostles that were building the early church and just how they walked. And I would imagine that now, again, we're all both flesh and spirit. So the flesh and spirit are constantly at war, I understand. And they are with all of us. They, they honestly are at war. But you and I have been passionately talking about spiritual gifts, you know, oh, for yeah. the past couple of years. And, you know, that revelation about the empowerment of the Holy Spirit and the ease that comes when you really understand the gifts that God has mm-hmm. given you that are given by his spirit that aren't in your nat, they're not natural. They're not just inside of you naturally, but they're given to you by the spirit so much so that you don't even really see them as special or a gift because there's such an ease in walking. And my prayer is in this season that as we, that we would continue to walk in the supernatural in that same sort of ease Mm. that it's like, we don't have to be, um, like striving or working or trying to be, um, almost even intentional, like that we're literally just given over to the moving of the Holy yes, Spirit yes, yes. in every, in every single day so that those supernatural things are just happening despite us mm. almost so much so that we don't even notice they're happening. Not, mm. do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not that we don't, we, we see it, but we're like, Oh, mm-hmm. like I, <laughs> like, I know we talk about expectation and, and we, we talk about like, you know, being intentional. We talk about all that and, and that's okay. And that's fine. And even as we, we receive this message today, but I love that this message is coming with this, this rest side. Do you know what I mean? This yes. message is coming with, you can't do this in your own strength. No. You have no power to breathe life into anything. So rest in what I am doing Mm. rest in what I am doing in and through you sit and say 
Thank you for your presence that has guided me today. Thank you for your presence that is showing me how much you love me today, that is giving me an assurance of my salvation today. Thank you. I praise you for that. And just walk, Mm. walk in the spirit, walk by the spirit, walk Mm. in the fruit of the spirit and watch supernatural things will happen. How do you think, you know, Peter's hanky heals people? Hmm. That has nothing to do with Peter at all. (laughs) Nothing. And I love so much because our teaching even throughout HeartStrong and Acts has been really focused on praying the prayer of boldness. God, would you help me to be bold, Mm. to speak the truth of the word of God, the truth of the gospel, and you can do the rest. Absolutely. Not seeking the gifts, not seeking the manifestations of healing and all of these like crazy outward signs. No, praying for the boldness to walk in the truth, to speak the truth of the gospel, to bring the gospel to the world, and then just let the Holy Spirit do what he wants to do in that. Like, again, there is this beautiful ease. I see this Mm. ease in this season ahead that we're to embrace and to walk in. And I, I'm excited and I feel like I have had a revelation of that because even the way that I think about and operate and the motive of my heart, it's just so different than it once was. Like there was, I mean, you and I often talk about how, you know, we're like the duck swimming on the water that looks so smooth, but under the surface, there's the, the feet are pedaling so fast and there's like this anxious toil, this anxious toil that's coming in the midst of, you know, anything and everything, the effort is so much. But in this season, I just see such a difference in that place. And it's not that there's never that. Yes, sometimes because there is constantly the flesh that's creeping in there. But but for the most part, there's a rest. There actually is a rest. And yet it seems like, you know, God is doing so much more in the midst of it, you know? So anyways, I think that's so beautiful and exciting and exciting for everybody. And I want to say that is for everyone. As you speak this word today, this is for everyone. This is not just for you. You're not special. You're not more special than everybody else. This is for everyone. Holy Spirit, breathe fresh life in us, in any dry, in any dead, in any dormant places, in our heart, in our spirit, in our attitude, in our ways, in anything. Breathe fresh life. Bring us to fresh life. And may we walk in the spirit with ease, Mm. in the supernatural of what you want to do, empowered by your spirit, we pray. In Jesus' name, oh Lord, that was a profound time. And as we're closing, we agree with that and we align to that. That's our heart's cry. And this is the thing. This is our father, our king. And the beautiful thing he's saying, come. He's asked, he's bringing us an invitation to say, I want you to invite me. Yeah. Talk about the suddenly. Talk about what you said <laughs> you, were, you were saying a minute ago about suddenly. Yeah. Because even in this, I, I underlined it in this chapter, it actually says, um, he, you know, Ezekiel speaking this message. And he says, so Ezekiel says in verse seven, so I spoke this message just as he told me, suddenly I spoke and there was a rattling noise all across the valley. Now my dramatic sense loves that. I'm just picturing this epic yeah, scene, yeah. but it was a suddenly. Yeah. And I believe we are also entering into seasons of suddenlies. And I think this is part of that preparation is both, that both personal and corporate. Absolutely. 
personal and corporate. And I think as we allow the breath of God to come and to fill us, as we begin to become fully aware that we've been brought into an invitation, an invitation, like God is saying, speak to say, ask me to come. Like I'm telling you to ask me to come and I'm going to come. But there are suddenlies. These are suddenlies ahead. Now we're not focused on that's our prayer is for the suddenly. But actually, when we allow the Holy Spirit to do what he does, there's lots of suddenlies that take place. We don't know when in unexpected times, unexpected places, unexpected ways, God moves through the suddenlies. But I think this is, we're coming into this season of exactly what you've said, Lori, a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit, an awareness that we can't do this on our own, that we need desperately God in his presence. And ease comes because it's him working in and through our lives. We just have to be obedient and walk in and let go and lay things down. The suddenlies will come and we're going to see suddenlies. I really believe that. I believe that's part of revival. The revival is not just to fan and to flame our own importance or us to feel like, oh, look at how God's using us. No, it's about boldness to see people come to know Christ. It's about salvation. It's about the harvest. That is what the suddenly is about. That is what the signs of wonder revival is about. It's about the harvesting, the fish. It's about the harvesting of this season. And so may God just fill each of us because we need one another. It talks about the army, but this is about the sudden army rising. And this is so profound. So we speak that prophetically. <laughs> we welcome those suddenly. The spirit of God is going to do the suddenly as we make, as we respond to the invitation. And as we echo, come come Holy Spirit, come. And we allow him to do what only he can do. So beautiful. I love that. Oh, I love that. So our exhortation for you today in the midst of all of this powerful word, hold fast, hold fast to what God is doing. He is with you. You can do this through the power, through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, invite him afresh to bring new life, but hold fast. No matter what you're actually feeling today, whether you're discouraged, whether you're bewildered, whether you're just feeling like this has just been too long, whether you're settling in too much <laughs> to, you know, isolation in this like different way of life, no matter where you're at and what you feel, embrace the fresh and filling of the Holy Spirit, walk in the empowerment of the Spirit and wait, wait on him. He wants to lavish his love for you, but hold fast, hold fast. Amen. Because our King has put out an invitation for us to be a part of what he's doing because we are his kids. He loves us. He loves to do this with us. And that's why there's an invitation. So we respond to follow our King. We respond to his voice. We respond to what he's telling us to say because he has so much in store for each of us. And we can trust him as we make room in our hearts for him to be enthroned. We have to do that. We have to step off the throning of our own, of our own hearts, of us being in that place and say, King, God, you are king. Be enthroned. Come and fill us fresh with your spirit. So be encouraged. Be filled fresh. And may you always know that it comes from a place of love, of peace, and of rest because it's who he is inside of us working in and through our lives. So God bless each of you. Thank you for joining us today on the Awakening Moments podcast. We pray that you are filled with hope and joy as you navigate the challenges of life. And we would love for you to subscribe to this podcast or share it with your friends. And remember, you are so loved by God and he is always with you.